Welcome back to the Cinema Cool Network. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And Happy New Year. We are starting off the new year with the sequel to the long-awaited Matrix series, Matrix Resurrections, that came out on, what, December 22nd, I think it was? Yeah, um, 22nd. So this is almost like 20 years in the making. Now, let me ask, because Honto's our Matrix expert, was there always going to be a fourth one? No, I don't okay. think so. Okay. Yeah, I think it... I was always in, under the impression that was the trilogy was a trilogy, and then they kind of announced that they were making a, a sequel kind of out of nowhere. Okay. Um, a couple years ago. All right. Uh, it was like around the time they announced John wick four, and then they're going to do a matrix and they're about to come out the same month. I feel like it was the same day, same day. Yeah. Okay. I think back in February, 2020, but then it got delayed, uh, due to pandemic. Yeah. So, um, before we actually get into it, let's go and do what we do at the top of every hour. And let's guess what the budget was for Matrix Resurrections. Matt, I'll start off with you. Wow, the budget? Uh, I've never been asked this question before. What is, no, what it's is, just weird because I'm like, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. To, to the movie? $100 million? <laughs> is the budget that you yeah. guess? Okay. I'll say Honto. 150 190 Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, this was an expensive movie to make. And then how much, or what did they have on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, are you asking me first? Yeah, yeah, go on. To, well, let's go with you. 52. Okay. Matt? This is like a 43. 64. Hmm. So hmm. you guys saying it so low makes me think that you do not have good things to say about this movie. So let's talk about what it's done at the box office so far. Okay, so it's only been out for about a week, two weeks roughly at this yeah. point. Um, it's not doing so hot. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, I've read it's because of I mean, the HBO thing, I guess 2.8 million people watched it that first day or first week. One of the things. And then uh, I guess it got pirated like a lot. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't yeah. even know was still a thing. So what do you think it made at the box office in the US over the past? It's been about two weeks ish that it's been now. So um, I'll say 90 mil. Okay. 40 million. 30 million. Wow. Yeah. And then worldwide, Matt. 90 million 60 million 106. 106 so one of the saving grace is that it has not been released in china yet okay and um i feel like it's gonna jump up a little bit once it gets released there i so. see oh I yeah see. oh yeah oh for sure jump up yeah and it's it's kind of like obvious numbers you know what i mean like i'm not surprised it didn't it wasn't number one in the theater why the hell would it be number one in the theater if it was uh on hbo yeah it was on hbo man but like, still 30 million is kind of weird that's like that's low. that's really low yeah but it's like it's free at home if you have hbo a lot of people have hbo yeah yeah that's true you yep. know and it's like yeah it's free I'd at say, home like I'd why say, would you i'd say even if uh if of all the streaming services hbo is probably the top one next to netflix i would say yeah they got I'm the saying, best yeah. they got the best content i know disney is up there but I think Disney's up there just for fan base and not actual content. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's like there's not much to that app. I mean, besides just like it's a family app. Yeah. And it's stuff that like most people already own. So that's why like Mandalorian's great and mm -hmm. yeah, WandaVision's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people have HBO, though, which I'm kind of surprised at the whole pirating thing. Like what you're saying. Like, it's, yeah, I, I just see it. Yeah. I yeah, there's a market for pirating <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just weird that it's pirating for movies that are on a streaming service i get if it's pirating for movies in theaters yes because i, I mean we I talk mean, about 2022 or 2021 movies right we're yeah. gonna do a, a year in review um and it's like half of the movies on my list for 2021 aren't aren't, aren't even out yet yeah yeah and it's like 
uh, they're hard to get a hold of. So I understand why people would pirate them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not even streaming. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a little like of a no brainer moment where it's like, yeah, like it was free on HBO. So I get why the money's the, the amount is low. Yeah. But yeah, but only 2.8 million watched it. So I don't know. It must've been pirated a lot, which is just, I think, me. Yeah. but yeah. Uh, Hanto talked about some of the cast and crew of this movie. Keanu Reeves returning to the podcast. Um, let's see. Usually I, um, you know, I, I think last time we talked about him was in Matrix and yep. I talked about John Wick, but uh, he was in recently Bill and Ted's uh, Face the Music, which was an all right movie. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, for it's a better movie, than I thought it was going to be. For a movie that, again, you know, waiting 20 plus years to yeah. call yeah. out a sequel. Uh, it was it was like a heartwarming yeah i think yeah. it's a good way to end it i think it was it landed really well during the pandemic yeah because it know? came out like right around the yeah i think it was like it. the first new movie we watched for when the pandemic yeah. hit yeah um and then let's see i'm looking through his filmography say like toy story 4 he was really funny as a uh, duke kaboom do you guys know yeah. Yeah. yeah he was actually yeah. one of the standout yeah. toys in that movie i don't think he I think if they ever do a Toy Story five, I don't know if he he would return or not. Yeah, that, but we just watched him in uh, Devil's Advocate a few months. Back. Okay, uh, how that, that hold held up? up really well. Really, who I was, directed that movie? I can't remember, but I was expecting it to not hold up, and I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, because kind of a it has one of those bummer endings. Yeah, it does. Kind of a bummer. It ending. does. Yes. Uh, next up, Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, I can't remember what we talked about in the last episode, but I'll just bring up you know Memento. She's excellent in that movie. That was kind of her follow up after the first Matrix. And then she was in the zombie movie. I don't know if you guys had ever seen this uh, called Fido. No, oh, I remember. No, I, I know it. I, I've seen a little bit of it when it was, yeah. I think it was an IFC one time. I remember watching it when it came out on DVD. I remember it being all right. Okay. Uh, but it has what's his face? The comedian uh, from the UK. He was in Boondock Saints. Uh, Billy Connolly. Yes. Yes. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. He was the the star. I remember the, the cover of that movie. Um. And then, but I don't know, maybe I'll revisit it. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm, you know, we're talking about it or whatever. Uh, we got Yaya Abdul Mateen II. Uh, he's a new newcomer to this this franchise. Um, I've seen him previously in Aquaman, and he oh, cool. was also in uh, Watchmen. Dude, he has good. been, his career has been upwards. If anybody's trajectory. career has been booming since the pandemic, yeah, it's his. And yeah. uh, we just watched him at the drive-in in uh, Candyman. Yeah, I was like, so it's a, he's on Candyman, Watchmen, Matrix. And he's in the new Michael Bay movie, I think, um, Ambulance. Oh, with, yeah. Uh, yeah. With, he's crushing uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Did you guys like the new Candyman? I can't remember. I liked, I, it, I liked it better the second time. I yeah. really liked the new Candyman. Okay, cool. Yeah, there are some moments I think that still kind of are weird to me, but um, for the most part, it took me a second rewatch to to kind of appreciate a little bit more. Okay. Uh, newcomer Jonathan Groff uh, to the franchise. I best know him from uh, Mindhunters, who, uh, which is that David Lynch or David Lynch, David Fincher, yeah, um, Netflix show. This is the new yeah. Agent Smith, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. He is awesome on Mindhunter, and I thought he was actually pretty great in this movie. You know, for the most of the movie, I thought he was the guy from National Treasure and Hangover and oh nicholas cage yeah i remember who you're you're asking that during when we were watching this yeah. i knew who you're talking about now okay yeah like which him. which oh he's the buddy he's, oh, he's the hacker okay. he's the one that gets married i know who you're talking yeah. about yeah yeah he's the brother yeah. the brother yeah. or brother-in-law yeah. he's in the hangover but he's not oh in no the he's the friend yes. he's just a friend yeah. Like, yeah yeah uh but yeah he's like the hacker buddy of um uh, Nicholas Cage's yes Benjamin Franklin yep uh, Treasure Hunter <laughs> it's Dude, so stupid. these movies are great 
<laughs> yeah, Jessica Henwick, newcomer. Uh, she plays Bugs in this movie. Uh, she kind of had her start in uh, Game of Thrones as one of the Sand Sisters. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, that's the only thing I and then, recognize. Her uh, she was in Iron Fist and then maybe Netflix's Defenders, this, yeah. the Marvel TV She's the one with the blue hair? Yeah, okay. yep. And then she's uh, slated to star in uh, Knives Out 2. Okay, so cool. we'll see her that's cool. in the next year or so. Yeah. We got Neil Patrick Harris as the analyst. Uh, Doogie Hauser, Starship Troopers. This guy's great. How have we not are. done Starship Troopers on this? Yeah, we, we've actually we've actually talked about uh, yeah. earlier this week. Did um, I? Yeah, and then I just watched him in Gone Girl, uh, which is also really great. In oh man, that's a hard one to watch. It is a hard one to watch. Love it. Yeah, the movie's great. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith returning as Niobe. Uh, previous episode, uh, Scream Two. Oh yeah, yeah. She's in the opening, the cold open. And then uh, also in Collateral, she's, uh, I would say, Jamie Foxx's love interest. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, kind of. It is. Yeah. And then. Let's see. I'm looking throughout. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We got we got a we had a cameo from uh, Christina Ricci. I thought she was going to be in it more. Yeah, yeah. That was random. But she was only in it for yeah. literally like a few lines of dialogue. Considering that she was billed. Yeah. And they like were kind of making a big deal. That she I was had no be, idea she was in yeah, it. Maybe her yeah. part was bigger. Yeah, I think there was and some. Um, I was reading some trivia that there was. Um, I know it's your job, but I was reading some trivia. But uh, I don't do the trivia in the new movies. Okay, usually. But uh, basically, there was a bunch of uh, people that were returning from older movies, and then uh, footage was basically cut. Okay. Oh, really? Not like a bunch of, but like a couple characters here and there. Speaking of, did you see Tom Hardy was in this? Yeah, so that was one of them. Yeah, and then he one was. Of the, yeah, like really? in the yeah. background. Yeah, and then I think they caught. Was did you actually see him or? No one's been able to see him yet. Okay, so, yeah, I think his yeah. footage got cut. Yeah, is what they're saying. Wow. And then, and then one of the agents from uh, Matrix Reloaded, he's the, the upgrade. You know. Okay. Um, he also appears in uh, a great episode of that HBO show Barry. Yeah. But he was supposed to be in it, returning as an agent, and then his footage pretty much got cut. Wow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Christina Ricci, great. Uh, she, I've been watching her in uh, Yellow Jackets, the Showtime show. Mm-hmm. She's awesome on it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that show is very, very good so far okay i like it so if we're talking about actors which we are why is Lawrence fishburne not in this movie i don't understand i know um the guy who plays agent smith the original agent smith yeah um, hugo I read, yeah hugo we couldn't do it because of scheduling conflicts. okay he was supposed to be in it I didn't oh really this, yes isn't but, Lawrence fishburne on like um blackish he, yeah he's on black yeah, yeah. yeah. he might just have but i haven't read anything about them asking him or well like there's there was, that there's know. that weird story about how like they did is it enter the matrix is the video game yeah but i i actually read that it's not canon to the um this story line. it's not okay because well, the wachowskis just, well, wrote just, it yeah and but, they, but they but purposely based, killed off morpheus yeah, but, in that in that video and, game and i watched the i watched the clip from that that game it is hilarious <laughs> he just gets killed from a guy in an event like an assassin oh really yeah, yeah it's like a like a uh, you know the uh, from Watchmen the the squiggly guy. Yeah, it's like a guy like that in the vent. He comes out like squiggly, and then like just shoots him a bunch of times. And they're like, "What? Oh, that's how really? they kill him!" Yeah. Really? He's like, "Wow, you got killed by." A yeah, and I know like he's the oldest too of all of them. Like he's he's I mean, probably he, sixty now, right? I would yeah, think so. I, would think I mean, so. not to knock the way he looks or anything like that. Like he's definitely like There's only so long he's aged. Do. It's yeah. been twenty years. He's he's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's aged. I, do, I will say I liked the new Morpheus, yeah. but I, I could feel his presence missing. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's weird, too. I just watched Reloaded and Resurrections and um, 
Uh, he is this like is Resurrections. Re- I'm sorry, Reloaded and Revolutions. Revolutions. Yeah. Um, he is kind of missing from those movies as well. Like he's kind of in the background a lot in yeah. those two movies. Like so yeah. I more than I remembered. Yeah. And like, there's no relationship really going on between him and Neo in those two movies. Not yeah. the way it is in the first one. Oh, okay. first one, because yeah, well. I think it helps that you're just dealing with a ragtag group of, uh, you know, freedom fighters in the yeah. first movie. It's literally just what, like six characters on a ship. So yeah. Like more interactions, but then you, in the sequel, you go big, bigger by introducing the, the city of Zion. Well, and there's like, like all of a sudden like, um, tank and Gozer. Yeah. They get uh, killed. They basically, Oh, tank gets killed. Tank gets killed and Gozer's not in it at all. Well, he gets killed off screen. He dies off screen. Yeah. Which is, I don't, is, well, uh, was it an animatrix? Uh, no, it was off screen in reloaded, uh, reloaded, but I read that he, there were some really bad troubles with, um, him and I think the Wachowskis. Okay. And they're basically like, you're done. Like, Oh you're really? Coming, yeah. You're okay. not coming back. Yeah. So we got a new character link. Yep. Which is uh, uh, Harold Perrineau from, yeah, from uh, Lost. Yeah, which he's awesome, yeah. and he does a great job in it. And like, yeah, he's they, great. So they kind of introduce him in Reloaded, and he's kind of a newer character. Same with like Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, they release or they uh, there's some like newer like 15 year old kid they bring in for a second. Oh, the kid. I think he's just the kid. The kid. Yeah. And there's a whole animatrix storyline with the kid. Okay. And I was like, that is a storyline you could just erase from this entire yeah, franchise really? and it'd yeah. be fine he's got one of the cooler parts in the movie the more suspenseful parts in the with movie. uh revolutions which yeah. is fine or i'm sorry no with uh yeah with revolutions where he's got to load the guns yeah which yeah, is fine which is cool. just have that kid be there but don't like have him be like a like hey neo go yeah. grab your bags you know i'm gonna you know i'm gonna live through this even though he does but <laughs> but yeah so they, <laughs> but they introduce a lot of characters and because of that like yeah the there's like no neo morpheus relationship going on in this yeah yeah and i think it, part of it's because they introduce like the commanding team of zion and like yeah all these human people and you're like i just care about the people on the was it the nebuchadnezzar Who's yeah the ship it just just follow those people but dude that's how I, got, I got a little overwhelmed when this movie started and then yeah. they were like here's 13 new characters that's and that's how i was so i watched this movie twice and that's exactly how i felt uh going into this yeah because I, I watched uh we watched matrix for march yep. i believe and then we, i watched reloaded and revolutions earlier in 2021 and then going into this like you know several months later it was kind of like it was kind of overwhelming okay for me yeah yeah just you, you come out with all the new characters yes yes, okay. yes but yes uh to end all that uh morpheus is very much missed in this movie yeah, yeah. i like what they did with him i think it's still really cool yeah and i think he's an awesome actor i can't pronounce his name yeah yeah um, team yeah. or um yeah yeah but he does great in it um so i guess let's just go ahead and talk about some positives and negatives positives this movie is gorgeous yeah it looks really good this movie looks awesome yeah it's, I a, think, it's I, a good looking movie. i think the biggest pro is that they got rid of that green tint in the matrix and that blue hue in the uh the real world yeah it's weird when they show clips in this movie of the the first three you realize how green it is oh it's yeah super yeah. green. i mean to the point where like i think uh, main characters are wearing like I think Morpheus wears a green tie and yeah. there's like a lot of yeah. just green involved yeah. with everybody's outfit. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of um, just it looking so good too, uh, the special effects are awesome as as normal. Although yeah. when like Neil Patrick Harris is able to like slow things down for a yeah. second, it looks like Freddy versus Jason. Do you know what I, I'm talking about? So I I liked and hated parts of that uh, filming. Yeah, because it reminded me of uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson. Yeah, Lord yeah. of the Rings, where they chopped it down to like twelve frames per second. 
yeah, where yeah. it's like the stuttering, you know? Yeah. Like the stutter frame rate. And it's like it's <sighs> weird. It goes back and forth on it too. Yeah. It's like um, when it's smooth, it looks good, but when it's choppy, it's like oh, this is my favorite scene in the whole movie. It's really good. The bullet I where like it. it gets fired from a gun. Yeah. And it's about to hit Trinity's head. And he has this whole monologue about like using uh, time, like bullet, bullet time bullet to like, time. Basically, he'll never be fat. He's like he's always been fast, but it's used against him. Yeah. And basically. but he also talks about like the relationship between like Trinity and Neo and yeah. how like it's really bad when they come together. It ruins everything. Yeah. So it's like a really cool monologue, and then uh, and then having this bullet get closer and closer. I like this. This is my favorite scene, and, it, and it's also but the um, the stuttering frame was kind yeah. of a, a little dated. And I that's what I also kind of liked in this scene. Um, I know we're kind of like jumping around, but like uh, this is the introduction that they kind of like gotten rid of agents, and now they're more of like just sleeper agent, like literal sleeper agents. Yeah, yeah. And everybody, like technically, I guess everybody's an agent now. Uh, they call him the swarm in this movie. Oh, is that what? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So basically it's like, instead of making, you know, three agents like in the first matrix, now just everybody has, cause he talked about disguising them under Bo- bots, right? Yeah. Basically bots, yeah. Yeah. which is, it's all know. metaphors for, you know, like bot, like technology we have. So it's like, it's like saying, AI basically yeah, AI, like the bots that okay. you always have to fight against when you're doing applications online. It's like, yeah. prove yeah. that you're not a bot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that was a cool, uh, kind of twist on this, the franchise. Yeah. yeah. Cause the, the agent stuff wears out after the first movie. But I love, I, you yeah. know, I love the idea that they're just government agents, but then they're all like awesome, like crazy programs basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love I just love the aspect of that pretty much mm. now. Uh, and then going off of um, the first movie, there's a lot of references like to the black cat being like a glitch, right? Yeah. And they make a lot yeah. of those references to Neil Patrick Harris's character in this. Is that what he is? Is he to, a glitch to the point where the cat is actually named Deja Vu in this movie? Yeah. So like that's when in the first movie when he sees the cat, he's like, oh, Deja Vu. And they're like, yeah talking about oh it's they changed a, a pro a part of the code to you know basically do something glitch in the matrix yeah, yeah. it's a glitch in the matrix basically um so yeah i don't know what were you asking again? is that is that neil patrick harris is That's what he basically is he's a glitch in the matrix because like, i'm not himself sure i'm is not a glitch in the matrix because yeah. he had cats all around him the entire time well it's just one cat just one cat was it Deja- yeah it's it was just one, one. yeah just oh, okay one it was just one but that was a big deal with him as he had the cat and he yeah. had the deja vu cat yeah yeah i don't know if he's new like a new uh because you know obviously in the first trilogy they kind of reboot the matrix so i don't know if he's a, a a cause and effect from the reboot or if he's always just been around oh okay i see what you're saying you know yeah. um because like in the previous movies they had like the oracle the architect mm-hmm. you know all these people and they kind of did like a reboot uh, once they got rid of uh, Agent Smith. So I don't know if the the analyst, which is Neil Patrick Harris, is now like a, a, an effect of the reboot or if he's just been around the entire time. OK, they uh, speaking really, of, they don't really go into it. He's awesome in this. Yeah, I was very I happy to see him in this. Yeah. Um, do you guys like the whole like um, I don't even know how to start like the movie within a movie like. The yeah, past- so that was tough. That was like really tough for me. Okay. Uh, getting started, like the first time I watched this when it premiered, I had a lot of trouble getting into the idea that, like, oh, it's just like a movie within a movie within a movie. There's video games. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It took me. It took some like getting used to, but then after re- watching it and revisiting it, like a couple weeks or a week and a half later, or whatever, 
I was like, okay, yeah, it all makes. I think it's sense. cool. I don't fully understand it, but I like it. Yeah. I think it's a cool concept. Um, I love being able to see him. I think it was a cool way of bringing him back without like bringing him back. Like, oh no, he's still alive. Like, yeah, I don't know. It yeah. was just very clever. I think the first like thirty to forty minutes of this movie is awesome. I really, I know a lot of people would like, would hate it, but I like the meta ness of the movie. Oh, they're, too. I mean, yeah. they're they're like flat out making fun of like WB. Because yeah, I think, they call out Warner Brothers. Because if, I think in the first trilogy, uh, it was only intended as a one movie. Okay. Um, and they never wanted to franchise it, but WB was basically saying like, yeah, with or without the Wachowskis, we're gonna like franchise it. Okay. And so they returned to make Reloaded and Revolutions. So them talking about WB in this movie, where it's like, uh, they're just like flat out just saying like, I think uh, isn't it? I think um, the rights are gonna revert to yeah. He even says it. Yeah, the rights they, are gonna revert to WB if like the they, original creators don't make another okay. sequel. I think the new Smith is talking about that, where it's like yes. franchise. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, which is essentially what Warner Brothers I think told the Wachowskis, and I want to say that's what only why one of them is directing it because the other one was be. pissed and backed off. Yeah, but I don't know I, the story. I'm just yeah, I'm either. making assumptions here. Yeah. Um, sidebar, did you guys ever see Speed Racer? Um, I no. saw it a long time ago. Uh yeah, Christina Ricci returning. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've always wanted to watch it. I've heard it's very underrated. I heard it's actually not too bad. Yeah, so I need to go back yeah. and watch that. Um I tried watching Cloud Atlas. That's like, do you have 15 hours of I know it's okay. Time? And then we talked about how bad Jupiter Ascending was. Yeah, we, we pre pre hated. previous episode. That movie is awful. See, yeah. I, I rewatch it because I used to be a lot more judgmental back I don't then. Think, no, we I did, but I remember yeah. it being tough for no, us. I honestly think it wasn't even just being like for me, I don't even think it was me just being judgmental. I think it was just a terrible movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And right. then have you guys ever seen Bound? No, uh, no, yeah. that's the kind of the movie that got them started. Yeah, I so want to see that. I want to watch that. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of cool like I've seen. Um, I remember watching it once on like I think USA back in the day. Oh, no, wow. TNT. Sorry, TNT. Or maybe it's TBS. Uh, maybe it was TBS. I don't remember. But a lot of their style in the Matrix is there inbound. Is it really? Yeah. So okay. it kind of looks like a Matrix oh, movie. Cool. Okay. Which is weird. There's a lot. Of, is there a lot of leather? Like, yes. Okay. There's like a lot of leather, and it's yeah. kind of noir lit. Okay. And, yeah. 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 Is okay. that um Jennifer Tilly and um uh, uh, Gina Gershon? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, Joe Patliano. Oh yeah, Joey Pants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see a picture of Joe Patliano with him in the hot tub with both of them, and he's got like a cigar in his yes. mouth? I think I sent it yeah. to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Um, I'll tell you what. One of my favorite parts of the movie, talking about being meta and like having fun with itself, is when Neo went to go fly. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. <laughs> nope. This is yes. not working. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was awesome. It was yeah. so. Yeah. It even plays the music, and you see like the wave happen on the ground yeah and he just lands on the ground he's like nah it's not happening it was awesome it was yeah. done so well not yeah. like you know it was a lot of goofy a lot of humor in this yeah i think that's what the other movies are kind of lacking too like a lot of kind of just having fun you yeah know? yeah but i guess like in the first movie there isn't really a lot of humorous parts except for not like really. you know when he's like interrogating uh thomas anderson agent smith's uh interrogating it's like how about i give you the finger and you give me my one phone call and you're yeah like, oh, that's fine yeah you know yeah but, like they don't do like that stuff where it's like, nope, not happening. Exactly. You know. uh, what were some things we did not like about this movie? Um, I would say like the, <laughs> the biggest one. I, I still think it's kind of stupid uh, having like the machines around as like little pet pets. Like, yeah, it's a little goofy. Yeah, it's, like purring and like, yeah. you know, rubbing his head, their head against Neo's head. Yeah, it's yeah. a little too Star Wars. -y. It, it kind of reminded me of like Avatar. Yeah. In a way where it's like, I, I, I don't. 
Yeah, because I like the whole Morpheus thing where he's made out of um, the beads. Yeah, he made out of beads. Yeah. I think that's really that's I mean, cool. There's like a ma- yeah. I can't remember what they what, it, what they said exactly, but it's something with like magnetism or whatever. But I yeah. thought that was a cool like way to up the technology. Yeah. in the movie. Yeah, I I got past it though. I didn't absolutely hate the machine thing. They didn't do it too much. If they did it like way too much, I'd probably well, my like, my grading with the movie could would go down. They kept cutting back to the um the operator, which is um. Sec is this new the new yeah the new yeah. operator in this movie, but it'd be like they do something like awesome. He's like, yeah, I gotta interact with somebody, so I'll high five the CGI robot. Yeah, okay. And you're yeah. like, <sighs> knuckle. What was it, knuckle? Or, uh, um, they say it several times. In the oh, movie. I only heard uh, Niobe say it. She says, knuckle up or knuckle up, Buttercup. Yeah, <laughs> it's really kind of it, yeah. So basically, it's a fist bump. It's a future fist bump. Yeah, yeah. Um. But like he looks that was one of my negatives that he looks really goofy. Uh, the computer operator. Oh, yeah. And when he shows up, because it looks like when you're playing Area 51 as a kid. Oh, yes. And all of a sudden, like a human, like a, a human person like, pops come on up over this way. And you're like this way. Come on. And it's like in the way he had like the the, the one like monocle and he had like the it's future like a, vest. It's on. like a computer monocle. It's like um, uh, he looks like Universal Soldier with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he looks like Channing Tatum from Jupiter Ascending. Oh, yeah. You know, what I mean? he's like, he just yeah. running around with that vest and everything. And I was like, this looks kind of goofy. This could have been cooler now, but it's kind of goofy. Now, if they did like space rollerblades, then I'd be like, all right, they really trying to make a Jupiter Ascending, <laughs> you know, space rollerblades. Yeah, space man. Roller, God. Just, I liked all the characters, though. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like too. they're all like a welcoming presence. I like yeah. Bugs, who's, you know, based off of her name came from Bugs Bunny. Okay. She, at one point, she even says, what's up, Doc? Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. And she's the one with the rabbit. Yeah, she's got the rabbit on. Yeah. The, so she's like, you know, really just. Yeah. yeah. But I liked her a lot in this movie. I thought, you know, in the trailer, I thought she was just going to be like a secondary character. But yeah. she ends up being pretty much like a main character. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you who may, might be the standout for me, surprisingly. Just because it's not like a huge role, but Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, not too bad. Yeah. It was, I, I just be okay. So sometimes you throw, throw old makeup on someone, and they still act young. Yes. And it ruins it. Yeah. But I felt like I watched an aged Jada Pinkett <sighs> yeah, Smith. Yeah, I did too. I yeah, thought like, that was I very even, impressive. We watched it together, uh, Hanta's second time through. We all three watched it together, and I think we all three questioned whether it was her or not because well, it was that like good of a performance underneath the makeup. Yeah. When I watched it the first time, I was like is this like who is this actress and it was she was credited as niobe yeah yeah so it's her but you know it just goes to show how makeup has improved because you know when we covered edward scissorhands that makeup on age makeup on winona Ryder was like god awful oh i do remember so that. i mean yeah. it could have looked like that but this is actually really impressive yeah now you said well let me, i know we're going to talk about some more but um okay so on ron tomatoes he has a 64 percent um for me personally i'll give this a 75 percent um I didn't absolutely love it, but I think the critics were being a little too hard on this. Um, I feel like critics in general lately, like Ghostbusters Afterlife, I absolutely loved. Matrix, so much better than the reviews. We watched that um, Being the Ricardos movie yesterday, mm-hmm. and the reviews are horrible for that. Yeah. And I liked it more than I thought it would. So I yeah. think I'm going to, I'm still going to play the Rotten Tomatoes game, but I don't know. I'm not following reviews like I used to. It's weird. And we've talked about uh, this in the last one, like the Spider Man reviews are like, pretty like on par it's like a 99 percent around tomatoes plus like a whatever like a 90 something on audience so it's yeah. like it matches but recently the trend has been the audiences have, have liked things more than critics yeah and critics have liked certain things more than audiences and it's been like a huge disconnect yeah um and like i think this might be one of them 
Like, I, what was the audience score on this? I didn't have the audience score. Um, let me see if I actually. And did. I feel like you gotta like with critics. I I tend to like not read critic reviews. I just think no, like, it's 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 kind of a done I mean, uh, art I mean, form. Case honestly, point, like Roger. No, no, like offense to Roger Ebert, but like he's like considered one of the top, you know, all time. Yeah, movie critics, but he's got some trash taste in movies sometimes. He, oh yeah, like to the point yeah. where he even like panned the thing. He panned like, yeah. Blade Runner, uh, just questionable movies. And then you know he's got what Welcome to the Dollhouse or whatever that he Beyond the Belly of the Dolls or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like it, I can't remember what other movies. That's a bad example, but like there are some other movies that, like uh, that are really bad movies. And you'd be like four star or two thumbs up, and there's like yeah. I don't I don't I don't know. What I, I just feel is. like I, I don't feel like um, and maybe it is like because we all kind of grew up with Roger Ebert, everybody feels like they need to be really harsh with uh, critiquing. And maybe that's Possibly, what we yeah. kind of developed is like a, a, an entire like field of critiquing where it's more like I either loved it or I hated it. Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to like really kind of breaking it down and like trying to look at it as an art form yeah. and saying like kind of honestly. I feel like what I what I like about this podcast, I'm going to I'm going to sponsor ourselves really quick, oh, cool. is message. that the first year we did this, we were like that. We were we either loved it or we hated it. We were either super yeah. negative or super positive. Well, we right? did watch some really terrible movies. We did, but we didn't kind of know how to do the critiquing game back in that first year. We didn't know how it worked. And I feel like now it's our seventh year. Yeah. Um, and now we kind of know how to like go back and forth on things and we yeah. know how to say like pros and cons and not everything is trash and not everything is great yeah. and it's easy to trash something um but it takes a, a real person to, to praise something I was, I yeah. Was yeah. To, yeah with the inspirational Wait, i was trying to go yeah. yeah i know what you mean like yeah it's so easy just to trash talk stuff and that's not i mean there's no fun in that and yeah. i like yeah. how we can balance like this is good this wasn't this yeah. needed work this yeah. you know whatever but um yeah i think i'll give it a 75 i enjoyed it much more than i thought it would yeah um it looked great. Um, I like the continuing story. There wasn't. I mean, it's a little long. That might be one of the. Things I would say the length. Yeah, we talked about the length. Uh, yeah. you got to figure out how to do movies in two hours or less because, yeah. like, I can't. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it, it's this, like I think Shang Chi was like two and two and a half hours. Was it? Yeah, yeah this was like, this was two twenty seven. Yeah. That was my kind of like we were gonna go to the movies yesterday to go see Nightmare Alley. Oh yeah, and then you you incorporate the forty minutes of previews. Yeah, and you're there for like, ever. and it's a two and two hour and thirty minute movie. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that is our entire evening. Yes. Right there. Yes, uh, yeah. I, I think that's also the problem. And we've talked about like add an intermission in the middle. Yeah. Everyone has their own seats now. Wait, Nobody... You're complaining about links and movies and then now you want an intermission? Yeah, but then people can get up and go to the bathroom, walk around. Maybe it might be worth the price if people know they like can do that. in style or whatever. But like I think pausing, being the ability to pause things now at home has uh is is really important oh, I, mean, I totally agree yeah. hell, we watched matrix we all got to the first hour and then at the hour break chris is like pause he's like i gotta pee and all of us are like yeah so do i and yeah. we all ran around the house really quick and yeah. like went to the bathroom came back yeah uh but like it all hit us at the same yeah. time yeah but like uh going back to like movie lengths like i went and sold the new spider-man which is what two a little over two hours maybe yeah yeah got the theater at 2 30 after previews, after the movie, I didn't get home until like 
six o'clock i believe it which yeah. is like come on like yeah it's my it's my day ghostbusters like, was actually pretty decent uh, I think there's only a couple previews. I think there's only a couple previews, and I think it was under two hours, right? It's it's like a minute or two over two hours. Today. Okay, but it was like a good yeah. like amount of time where I wasn't like bored, and I wasn't like it wasn't too long. I don't mind being bored, by the way. I'm not like I have a pretty high attention span, but um, it is. It's three hour movies plus the plus like it's Disney. Yeah, you know, so yeah. they're they're throwing forty minute trailers at yeah. you, and it's like. Yeah. But uh, okay, so I so I gave it a seventy five percent, seventy five percent, seventy five percent. Um, I did want to ask you. Okay, so I do have the the critics versus the audience score. Okay, did you look this up, Hanto? Uh, I you okay. can say it. So all right, so sixty four percent for critic score. What do you think the audience score was, Matt? Uh, any number? Just any pick. number. Fifty. Fifty. I, I read it, so you can just okay. Sixty three. So the critics and the audience was like, oh really? So exact. it's on par. So I was like completely wrong on my. Yeah, like, I mean it was a good. I I agree with you when I saw that, but no yeah. one's ever going to take us seriously now. We blew yeah. it. We're ruined. <laughs> We're stupid. Great start to the year, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> Matt. Damn what, it. what would you give this? I'd honestly give it between a seventy five and an eighty. I think this movie is over uh, underrated. I agree. Underrated, yeah. yeah. I would I, say it's underrated. I think it's underrated. I think it was a pretty awesome story. I enjoyed a lot of aspects of it. I like that uh, it was still able to be smart. Like yeah. it's a it's a it's a franchise movie, but it has something to say. Yeah. Uh, which I feel like we've been getting a lot of franchise movies that are just kind of entertainment. Yeah. Um, I loved Spider Man. Don't get me wrong. I love Spider Man. Spider Man was just entertainment. Yeah. There's no groundbreaking art form in Spider-Man. It's not. Uh, I sound like Martin Scorsese. I was just going to say that. But it's like it's not like it's like uh, it's not groundbreaking ideas. It's just entertainment. Yeah. And it was a really fun movie and it was awesome. And it's probably on I, my top 10 I this year. I can't. I, are you talking about Matrix? Or are you talking about yes. Spider-Man? But with Matrix. <laughs> sorry, with Matrix franchise movie. Uh, and it had something to say. So I have to give it. Uh, I have to give it kudos for that. And I feel like. It developed a story out of something where a story was already done, yeah, you know, which I feel did. like is a very, very hard thing to do. And I feel like it was able to do it. Yeah. yeah. Some of the CGI was a little rough. I'm surprised they did the flying people again. Which it was looked, better. It was better than the other movies. But it was also better and reloaded back in the day. And now it's bad. It looked better in this movie than it did. did yeah, of course. But what I'm saying, when Reloaded came out back in the day, we thought all those CGI like Neos were like, wow, this is no, groundbreaking. No, I thought it was awful. It's I terrible saw, I looking. saw in theaters, I saw Reloaded and Revolutions. Did you? And I thought it looked awful in theaters. I remember like, not like, being too I bothered the, by it. I remember the audience laughing. That really? was so bad. Really? Yes. Yeah, they were really, they were really gunning for it. They're like, this is the, we're changing technology. Yeah. Dude, that scene at the end when... The agents were just um, oh, uh, like the swarm. Yeah, and they were just jumping out the windows yeah. and using them as like I bombs. Of, I was like kind of laughing really? at that part because it's like they they get activated and they're just like they jump out and they just like put their arms to their like sides as if they're like torpedoes. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. intense, man. I thought it was a really uh, yeah. I liked all this. Oh, and we didn't talk about this, and we'll get to your your review on. Oh, this we'll just in save it to the end. That's fine. Content. But uh, cool scene in the movie, that coffee house scene. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Just the slow-mo, like we haven't seen slow-mo in a while in movies. Yeah. Uh, and like it was cool to see everybody in action and like all these helmets and these people fighting all the helmets. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I thought the scene was like really, really cool looking. Yeah, same. Yeah, I and they were just started like when they were shooting each other in there and it's like close quarters. And, yeah, yeah. And even, then like even, to go right into that chasing afterwards was cool. Even the um the first introduction of the swarm where it's uh they're on the, the train to Tokyo. Yeah. And like they get activated and there's like a lot of course close quarters like 
fighting and shooting. Yeah. And they're like using the train, like the handles to, like swing around and stuff like a lot of good choreography. I mean, like definitely not the best fighting in this movie. No, uh, I would say it's probably the worst fighting in this movie compared to the other ones. They're not really doing a lot of martial arts, but yeah, uh, a lot of good set pieces as far as like incorporating fighting. Like, yeah, that's good. That's good point. I would yeah. say though that like this is some of the best action scenes I've seen in franchise movies in a long time. Really? Yes. Because like I get we I talked about this numerous times on the podcast, but how boring some of these fight scenes are in these superhero movies, except for Spider-Man. Spider-Man had some really good. Are you ones. talking about? Are we just talking about? Is <laughs> yes. this a, are we doing a, now, know, a double now because, playing? It's just because <laughs> Spider-Man just came out, so we're gonna like I'm talking about it in duel and tangent. Uh. But uh, yeah, it's just I think some of these action scenes in superhero movies are really boring to watch. I was not bored by any of the action scenes in this movie. I thought oh, a lot was, of them were really cool. It was way better, especially because like I watched it on a not great sound system. And then we watched on a, a pretty awesome sound system. Mm. And you could feel you could hear like the the thuds, yeah. you know, punching yeah. and the music was awesome. I like the music a lot. Same. Movie. But Same like it's I will agree with you. It's kind of the worst of the oh, yeah. series. Like yeah. the, it doesn't top the stairwell fight in uh, Reloaded or the uh, Agent Smith's versus. Uh, no, that one's yeah. bad. I like that a lot. That one's, so. It's bad. <laughs> I like it. I the like CG is awful. Like the CGI is awful. It's, in it's that. fine. It's awful. But like, it's really fun. It ruins it, though. That's fine. It's fine. Don't when worry they like it. get all they all get knocked down and hear the bowling pin. Yeah, noises. It's stupid. It's like, it's stupid <laughs> but I like the choreography of him fighting multiple people. Yeah, like, I like it a lot. Yeah. So Matt, you gave it an 80? You said I'd give it around a 75, 80. I'm, dan- I'm whenever, dancing. Whenever you dance, I give you I'm the dancing. highest one. So. Okay, I'm dancing. So you're 80. Then. That's an 80. Yeah. So uh, 75. I guess what a, three and a half would be an 80 out of a five, right? About 75%. So, that's 70. No, no. Oh, that is 70, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. it sounds like you're giving it a four star. I guess rating. I would give it like a 70 then. 70. You want a 70? Yeah. Okay. 75. Well, 75. All right. So me matter at 75. Honto, what do you got? I'll say 75. Uh, I would actually say this is probably. <laughs> And I could this could be controversial. Go for it. Uh, this might be the second best Matrix movie, in okay. my opinion. OK, I agree with you. Uh, only because like um, they do really philosophical ideas with the second and third. And a lot of it doesn't really hit. Yeah. At all. And then like, again, it's like taking the first movie, which is actually like awesome. And then kind of going um, uh, too extravagant with the sequels, in my opinion. OK, if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're kind of just like taking it up a notch, which I feel like revisiting it uh, does not work for me. But um, yeah, I think just grounding it more in like a reality, uh, like a like an actual city that could exist in this movie, like the new Matrix is like more vibrant, more of like nobody's wearing leather, you yeah, know, or yeah. they kind of are, but they're not but, wearing, yeah. like the, you know, they're not wearing the Cenobite leather. Are you talking about the city in the Matrix? In the uh, Resurrections. Oh, no, no, I'm talking about in the Matrix. Oh, like, oh. Like Wait, in the real world, in the real world. OK, like what's the city in this one? Io. Io. Are you talking about Io or are you talking about the Matrix? I'm talking about the Matrix. OK, yes, I agree with you. I feel yeah. like the city was a little bit more real, but that's also kind of like coming from them rebooting the yeah, Matrix. That's what I mean, like it's more vibrant. It's more of like a city that looks like like if you go back to the first three people don't look like that yeah <laughs> like, yeah i feel like i live in this matrix yeah exactly, exactly. Not, i never felt like i lived in the past matrix okay yeah that's a cool way to say it yeah. you know i follow you i follow you uh because it was so stylized yeah um yeah. but yeah i gotta say too like jada pinkett smith's whole reason for keeping neo oh, makes sense but totally made sense yeah when she's like no we're not going to i don't want to risk going to war again with the machines well case in point they talk about uh, a little backstory with morpheus but like he 
became like the chair the chairman of the board like the yeah. like the carrot, carrot top, top yeah. of, yeah. of IL or <laughs> Zion. Uh, but he became too trusting and he basically gets assassinated by the machines which is turns out to be the analyst he basically okay. sent robots to go kill Morpheus oh wow I missed that yeah so it's like I missed it in the first viewing but okay. that's basically what happened so Morpheus is dead oh he's dead dead okay. yeah right. so the one that exists now is a program that was created by that's what, okay. Neo or okay. Thomas Anderson okay. so that's basically it's like a at first he's an Agent Smith in the game and then when he awakens he becomes Morpheus got it okay uh but yeah, so like, um, I can't remember where I was going with this. Okay, but... can I ask you a question while you're thinking then? Yeah. Uh, why are they Why are they trying to get Neo and Trinity? Isn't it something to do with like power? Or... Well, because Neil Patrick Harris is talking about it. He's like, when they're close enough together. There's like a spike in like energy or something. Yeah, or... but they can't be with each other. Because yeah. they so... screw up the Matrix. But I'm talking about like, uh, why is the, the people of IO trying to get Neo and Trinity? I don't know. I think just uh, I think because they're the most powerful tools to control the matrix, because right now the matrix is still a prison. Yeah, you know, I think like if you awaken them, then but I don't know, which I, is weird yeah. because I just watched Resurrections uh, or Revolutions. And at the end of it, they talk about releasing everybody from the Matrix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not wrong yeah. on that. No, no, no. They talk yeah. about, yeah. The architect talks to Oracle and he says, so, like, we'll have you like we'll we'll, have your way now. Yeah, we'll release everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's what I'm confused about. I was like, so maybe that's just the analyst, like whatever analysts in the suits basically still keeping them. Yeah. So they're kind of still at war with the machines. I think so. I mean, there's, they definitely talk about civil war between machines in this movie. Yeah. But they also have that they're at peace time. It's real weird. It's, I mean, the story, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I think this is probably something like they probably could have expanded on yeah. story wise, but it's just something that kind of falls short. But they do talk about how there is a civil war. And I think it's between the like, you know, the machines that are the pets or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like those types of machines versus like the analysts okay. and the, the which machines. is really cool. They show a quick snippet of yeah, like it's actually really cool. The, They're watching the war among machines. And yeah. it's like machines versus machines, which actually, is, I thought was really cool. It's yeah. actually pretty cool. Yeah. So um, I can't remember where we're going with Morpheus, but that's just what I took from it. OK. Uh, as far as like he got gets assassinated and you know blah blah yeah okay question but, for you guys then sorry oh no no go ahead if you're oh, finishing your thought oh no uh but 75 because i think this is probably the second best um i really liked um is it jonathan goff uh yeah jonathan groff who's the new smith yeah yeah i really liked job. his i really liked the new portrayal of like yeah. the sleek and like cool mm-hmm. you know kind of just like uh like especially when he picks up the gun i was like cracking up the first time i watched yeah. this where it's like all the gunfire and he picks up the, the desert eagle and he like cracks his neck and he just yells, Mr. Anderson. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like he awakens, you know, from the whatever. But then like even where um he takes out uh the analyst in that final seat, that final fight scene. Yeah. He like ends up shooting, he's like, This is where our uh our uh what is it, something our un unanticipated like alliance ends. Yeah. And you're like, oh wow, he actually's playing He's playing both sides. That's exactly what that is. Um, yes. But yeah, I liked him a lot. I liked um, the new Morpheus, even though I wish they would have done more with him. I agree. I, agree. Uh, I feel like he kind of was in it in the beginning. And, and then he took a backseat. Yeah, he took a backseat, yeah. especially yeah. during the factory fight. Like yeah. he kind of gets thrown around and then he just. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that he's not kicking as much ass as he should be in that scene. Yeah, well, I just before you guys came here, uh, I was actually watching the the first fight between Agent Smith and Morpheus okay. in the first movie. Oh, like dude, that, that fight is I was like, so that good. is actually really incredible. Yeah. 
Um, and the fact that none of that really happens in this movie is kind of a bummer. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is why I said that the fighting is kind of lackluster. Yeah, I agree movie. with you on that. And I think part of it's also because like uh, Keanu is really old now. So, uh, but they, but he kicks ass in the John Wick movies. Yeah, it's weird. He looks yeah. old in this movie, but in the John Wick movie, he he looks pretty. So I light. think like the the difference with that is that he's actually like kind of doing stunts, whereas like with the Matrix, that requires a lot of wires. Yeah, and I think that's where it gets a little tough. Okay. Yeah, I was just watching a behind the scenes clip of him on John Wick. Did you see it? I watched it. Yeah. Where it's him in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and it's so awesome because like the it's all like him and the choreography with this one take fighting off two guys. Yeah. And like shooting, you know, like they're shooting him and stuff, but they add the, the gunshots in post. Yeah. Uh, and he like flips the guy over onto a counter and yeah. it was like, holy shit, he's yeah. doing all of that. Yeah. And it looks really good. It does. It looks what, really what good. What will be good is that we'll get our, our, our uh, Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne uh, fix when the John Wick. Oh, forward. yeah. That's true. So that's, that's a good, good point. That's a good point. Matt, you got a question? I got two questions for you. Okay. If, if, if everybody's thoughts are done. Yep. Yeah. Mr. Okay. Question. What is it? There's a question I want to start adding to the podcast. I'm going to start adding to it this year and we're going to ask on every single like, movie. Do you like this movie or Spider Man uh, No Way? <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're going to rate every movie, every movie compared to Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, first question, though, is just for this movie. Sequels. Where, yeah. where are they going? Uh, like, they said they're done. I, they think they, they, yeah. I think they might be done, yeah. especially if they're not making any money on it. Like That sucks because Mr. Smith is still there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's a good way to end it. I don't think there needs to be sequels. Yeah. Yeah, we said the same thing for the first movie, and they made two others. And yeah. obviously, Warner Brothers likes the franchise. So well, yeah. Warner Brothers is hurting. What's that? Warner Brothers is hurting. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Warner Brothers has lost. Uh, Warner Brothers' three biggest properties are Matrix, Batman, and Harry Potter. Yeah. The Harry Potter movies are done, so they started this new Fantastic Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Uh, the Batman movies are kind of like in a cycle. I imagine like the new one's coming out, but they're probably going to only make three of these, and then they're going to and then they're going to wait five, ten years and start it add up again. Yeah. You know, like Robert Pattinson isn't going to do nine Batman movies. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and yeah. Well, if the money's good enough, maybe. I don't know. I, it hasn't been heard of yet. Yeah. You know, like even Tom Holland. Like you look at all the people that did the Marvel movies. They all tried to get out. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, get out. yeah, the the scheduling is I mean, even um, the scheduling is so tough on making those movies. I mean, like uh, what's his name? Who plays Hawkeye? Um, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Renner. He flat out like came out and said like, yeah, like during uh end game or whatever they they kept trying to get me to like stay for several months and i had to tell them like fuck off i'm watching my really? my daughter grow like yeah like i'm missing those days of Jeez. like you know growing up so like i can understand now why like chris evans complained i think robert down jr complained yeah yeah chris hemsworth complained like all of them complained because there's so much so much demand yeah yeah schedules i would no, say yeah. one thing i do want i don't need sequels I wouldn't mind since it's in HBO's um, factory now if they made like a nine episode limited Watchmen. series. Watchmen style. Watchmen style where every single episode is not Neo, but every single episode is a different story in the Matrix. Yes. And kind of build the story that way. Yeah, so we can have cool. like a backstory about the machine war. That'd be cool. A whole episode of that. And then maybe there is a whole episode where it is Neo. Yeah. yeah. You know, and just kind of do that and just explore different things like that would be kind of a good filler for the it's, Matrix. It's what Star Wars needs and they haven't done it yet. Yeah. yeah. No, I dig it. Okay. Matt, you get a right. second question. So this is my question I want to bring to the show every uh every episode now. Would you watch this movie again? Yeah, I was actually just gonna actually point that out. Um I could probably watch this the next couple weeks because I'm kind of interested to go back. Okay. So yes, I sooner than later. Considering right. that this is my second time seeing it, I will return and I think it's this may change too, but I think it's the second best. Yeah. 
Matrix movie, and I don't know. It may change in the next year or two. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd return to it. Yeah. If you want, uh, to be honest. I oh, just know. watched Reloaded and Revolutions for the first time, or for the second time ever, since oh, wow. I saw them in theaters back in the day. Yeah. And I thought they were going to be a task to get through. Yeah. And it was for a second in Reloaded. I really enjoyed them. And I was like, oh, you know what? This is kind of a cool, intelligent little story that they've come up with. Yeah. I like this movie a lot. I thought it was really good. I thought it was underrated. I would definitely check it out again in the future. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. Well, that's 75% all the way around. Um, we will watch it again. We're recommending that you check it out. Um, thank you for listening. We have some stuff coming up in January, which is now. We have Wild Card Month. Wild Card. And basically, <laughs> it's all movies. All movies that we want the other people, the other person to watch. It's almost like... um. Like we're we're presenting each of our version of hostile to the the co-hosts, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, how do we want to torture potentially? Right. So Matt's gonna be the first one. Matt, at least, at least that's how I view it. Yeah. Matt, that's what, is, what is your pick? My pick is the 1980s animated feature Heavy Metal. I have never seen this. I'm actually really excited to, for this movie. It's a little. It's. I think there's some talking points in it. It's an anthology, uh, produced by Ivan Reitman. It's 81, no, right. 1981. Right. Okay. And starring John Candy, Harold Ramis. Uh, I think Rick Moranis does a voice in it somewhere. Cool. Okay. Right. Um, I'm not seeing him on there. Okay. But he's it's not very possible. Okay. No, it's, uh, but it, like, yeah, Harold Ramis and uh, John Candy are in it. Um, lots of just kind of like an animated movie you've never seen before. Yeah. I feel like. I've, Matt, you've been talking about this for years, so I'm ready to watch yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, it'll be good. It'll be interesting yeah. to talk about. So, and then, uh, so yeah, January is Wild Card Month. February is Black History Month. March is Martial Arts. And then we will plan out the other months accordingly. Yes. If you have any requests uh, for any of those months or just in general, or if you have any comments, you can hit us up on Facebook or email us at simplepodcast or, g- or at gmail.com. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, or you can uh, leave that voicemail on the anchor.fm uh, link. Yes, please. And uh, as always, we love doing this. We hope you love listening to it. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.